0: to the Lord so glad that you're here again for another installment of our prophetic words for 2023 we're taking our time and taking these bit by bit bite-sized piece by bite-sized piece we've talked about the economic downturn in our first portion of the famine word we've talked about false prophecy we've talked about the coming youth revival and now we're going to talk about uh, famine again but this time from the perspective of Goshen this time from the perspective of Goshen glory to God the famine will come glory to god but we are to reside in goshen glory to the lord and so that's what we're going to talk about today i'm so glad you're with us i'm frank mickens i'm with Faith Fire worldwide revival ministries and it is my honor to be with you let us pray father in the name of the lord we just come now for a nice strong word from you god a cooked word fresh bread god that is prepared to nourish our souls lord we need to eat your body and drink your blood today we need to follow you we need to deny ourselves and follow you. We need to pick up our cross. Oh, God, we need to surrender our hearts fully to you. God, our reasonable service is to live as sacrifices unto you daily, putting ourselves on the altar by faith in voluntary fashion, because we trust you with everything. And so the economic downturn doesn't uh, doesn't make us afraid. It gives us excitement. What are you going to do in us, God, as we are resigning in Dojin? I pray you reveal your heart and mind to us now as you speak life into us. Your words are spirit and they are life. Glory to God. You said the flesh profits nothing, but it's your word that makes the difference. We pray for that now. As I prophesy to your people, I pray that I teach and prepare them, God, edify them, strengthen them, and encourage them, even direct and correct them, God, by the Spirit of the Lord. I pray now you take over my mind, God, as I pour out for you to your people for your glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We know we get what we ask for. We pray according to his will. In Jesus' name amen so get ready for what God's word is going to accomplish in your life God's word is sent to move you God's word is meant to take you from one location to the next location in faith we are called to go from faith to faith this is a journey this is a faith walk and we are to walk by faith not by sight and so the faith comes by what hearing and hearing by the word of God you cannot take steps in faith without the word and so we praise God For the oracles of God, the prophetic ministry, the prophetic function that speaks the rhema word of God into our lives using the foundational word of the Lord, which is in the written word. And that is what we're here to do today. So let's talk about Goshen. Goshen. So the last time we were with you, we talked about the coming economic downturn. We're going to also talk about the drought, but that's for next time. That's sign number two of famine. But sign number one of famine we talked about was economic downturn. But the heart of the Lord is for you to dwell in Goshen, and we're going to go into some scripture today. Uh, we're going to go into three different portions of scripture. But I want to start with what we already know about Goshen. Goshen was the place where Jacob, uh, after being found by Joseph in Egypt, moved into Egypt, and the the Pharaoh set aside a space only for the people of God, only for Jacob and his line of secession, the people of Israel. They were to live in Goshen. Glory to God. So the word Goshen has significance. This is what we need to to receive as we prepare to go into economic uncertainty. The word Goshen means drawing near. The word Goshen means drawing near. The Lord has shown me his desire for his people is to abide in a place called Goshen, a place where you are drawing near. Draw me near, Lord, right nearer, nearer, precious Lord, to the place where Thou hast died. Draw me nearer, dearer, nearer, precious Lord, to Thy precious bleeding side. He wants you nearer to Him. Everything God does is about fellowship and communion. It's amazing to me that the Word of God says that when we enter into the, the, the house of heaven, that Jesus will be found serving us, waiting on us. Why? Because his heart is about fellowship and communion. He is in us. God said, let us make man. If if God is in us, the triune God is in community, and he made us in his image, we are built to be made in community with him. Amen. All he does is for you to know him, to be in fellowship with him, to be in communion with him. It's all about relationship. And so even an economic downturn is meant for you to draw near draw near. So let's go to the word of the Lord. Genesis 45. We're going to uh, read two verses here. Genesis 45, uh, 10 and 11. It says, you will dwell in the land of Goshen. Somebody needs to prophesy that over your life. I will dwell in the land of Goshen. Egypt means limitation. Egypt, the word means place of limitation. It's a place that is limited. God's people were ordained by the Lord. God told Abram that After 400 years, your people will be released from bondage. They'll be in bondage in a foreign land. He told Abram before even Jacob was born, even before the people who were alive at the time of their deliverance were even thought of. And he said, this is my plan for them. Why? Because he uses limitations to bring us nearer. Come on, Holy Ghost. So the limitations of the system of the finances that we're going to be experiencing with this global economic recession, however it manifests, is going to be meant for you to dwell in Goshen, dwell in the land of drawing near. You shall dwell in the land of Goshen and you shall be near to me, says the Lord, you and your children, your children's children, your flocks and your herds and all that you have. Did you hear that? God played on the word Goshen. He said in verse 10 of Genesis 45, you shall dwell in the land of Goshen and you shall be near to me, you and your children and children's children. He basically he's saying, you shall dwell in the land of drawing near and you will be near to me, not just you, but your children and children's children. This is the word of the Lord for your life. This is for your bloodline, not just you. The recession is going to be an opportunity for us to draw near for the good of not just us, but our children and our children's children. What was the promise to Abram? He says, I will bless you and make your name great and you will be a blessing. And in your family, all of the families of the earth will be blessed. God. He wants not to bless just you, but your family and your family to be a blessing in the earth. He wants the people of Goshen to impact Egypt. He wants the people who are in nearness with him to impact those who are far from him. Glory to God. So, so many have been talking about revival and and we need that. But what we also need is awakening. So it's the revival in the church in places like Goshen being near to him that we get set on fire for God, and then the fire can then spread outside of Goshen and see awakening outside of the church in the earth. Glory to God. You will dwell in the land of Goshen, and you shall be near to me, you and your children, your children's children, your flocks and your herds, and all that you have. All of your possessions will be in Goshen. Speak, Holy Ghost. And he says, there in Goshen I will provide for you, lest you and your household and all that you have come to poverty, for there are still five years of famine." So this famine is going to last longer than most people want it to. But the Lord has made a promise. I will provide for you where you are near to me unless or otherwise you and your household will come to poverty. You don't have to fear lack. You don't have to fear poverty. What does the Bible say? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need, says the NIV or other translations say uh, the Lord is my shepherd. I have no lack or I lack nothing. In God is everything that you need. In God is everything that you need. Paul said, if you have food and clothing, you're blessed. And so sometimes God needs to reconstitute our idea of what blessing looks like. We think possessions and the abundance of possessions are what God wants us to be uh, living at all times, the prosperity. It's spiritual first. Glory to God. It's spiritual first. He wants you to have love and joy and peace and patience and faithfulness and goodness and humility, right? And self-control. He wants you to experience all the elements of love and to portray love being kind, love being patient, love being without envy, right? Without boast, without boasting, being humble. He wants you to be those who bear all things and endure all things that have a love that never fails. And so it's in a place like Goshen in the midst of a limitation where the Lord says that he will what? Provide all of those things for you spiritually Otherwise, you will come into a place of poverty in the spirit, which is where you have an orphan heart and you're not experiencing the goodness of your father. So, yes, there's a natural portion of this, but I want to really focus on the spiritual. God wants your spirit full. Glory to God. When he brought the empty pot to the wedding master at Cana in the book of John, chapter two, what is it talking about? The first miracle at Cana was about the Lord showing the status of our our condition and how when we come empty, He pours us up to the brim. And so He has to empty us sometimes of the things that we hold dear so that He can pour into what really matters, and that is the treasure that is in your earthen vessel. He wants to pour into that jar of clay. Come on. Glory to God. And so you can take heart that when we see economic changes and instability and people's 401ks might look different, You know, certain stocks might look different, uncertainty about the future, what is the economy doing? What does the future economy even look like? People are gonna be wondering what about all the changes in the financial system? Financial leaders are gonna be getting shifted and fired and moved around. We're already starting to see it with the way that the cryptocurrency uh, industry is being shifted, but it's gonna be even greater than that. There are things that are not being seen and noticed in the economic system the Lord's going to judge. And if you missed my previous uh, portion of the prophecy about 2023, where we talked about the economic downturn, please watch it. Listen to it if you're listening uh, on your your podcast platform. All right, let's go to another portion of Scripture. Glory to God. That was Genesis 45 and 10. We're going to go to Genesis 47. So it says in Genesis 47 and verse 27, So Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt. So they're in Egypt, but they were in the country of Goshen, and they had possessions there. And grew and multiplied exceedingly. Listen, I'm not here to tickle your fancy about having a whole lot of money and a bunch of houses and stuff. That might happen for you. I'm not saying God doesn't want to do it, but He wants it to happen in the spirit first. God doesn't look at the outward things, He looks at the heart. He wants your soul on fire for Him, He wants you to be full of the Spirit. So He's saying, As you dwell in a place of limitation, it says Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt, that he wants you to be within Egypt in the country of Goshen, which is near to him. And that's where you will have possessions and grow and multiply exceedingly. What is multiplication? It's the impact of one person producing other people. So God wants you to disciple others in the midst of Goshen. He wants to see you mentoring. He wants to see you impacting young people. He wants to see you impacting your family. He wants you to have a ready word on your mouth in the Goshen season where people are going to be looking for answers. People are going to be looking for stability. People are going to be looking for the word of God. They don't know that's what they're looking for. They just want somebody to soothe their fear, and you're going to bring the unadulterated word of God. This is where your gifts begin to grow. This is where your faith in your gifts begin to grow. This is where the operation of your prophetic function or your teaching function or your shepherding function or your apostolic function is going to enhance and grow. It's where your gift of of words of knowledge, words of wisdom, prophecy, your gift of administration or helps, your gift is going to grow because you're going to be so close to God and you're going to grow and multiply exceedingly. I praise God. Got to move forward. I want to keep this in 15 minutes so that you can get through these bite-sized portions of our prophecy about 2023. Exodus 9.26 is our last scripture we're going to talk about Goshen and then we're going to talk about famine in terms of the drought and what the drought in the earth represents. That's going to be our next installment. But to finish this installment, let's go to Exodus 9.26 and it says, only, listen to this, only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel were, there was no hail. What was happening? God was judging the gods of Egypt. Egypt. was ruled by a pharaoh, and, and pharaoh represents a principality that was inspiring pharaoh. It was all about money, oppression, and idolatry. Money, oppression, and idolatry, worldly pleasures, amen, uh, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, the pride of life, all of these things were fully in operation in the kingdom of Egypt, which represents the spiritual kingdom, which is the spirit of of the kingdom of darkness. Egypt was a shadow of the kingdom of darkness. Satan is full of pride. He wants to oppress, amen, somebody. And so God had to not just judge Satan himself, he judged the earthly shadow of Satan and the people who were idolatrous. They thought that there were certain gods that controlled the weather. So in this particular portion of scripture, Exodus chapter nine, the Lord was judging the God they thought they could trust for weather and saying, no, you think you could trust that God? I am the God. And I control the weather. I'm going to send hail and the hail is going to destroy your crops. Glory to God. It's going to damage and take lives. And I'm going to show you just how powerful I am and just how everything else you've trusted in your life is not real. That's going to be the portion of the famine for those that are outside the will of God. He wants to tear down some things. Glory to God. He wants to pull down some things. He wants to pluck up some things so that he can build and plant into people. God wants to build people. He's not building a kingdom just to have somewhere for people to live. No, the kingdom of God is within you, said Jesus. And so he's building people. He wants their souls to be open to the Spirit of the Lord. And so those who are outside, who are lost, God is sweeping the earth, trying to move the dirt and move all the stuff that's in the way of their lives, receiving light and receiving Him and being found. So as Goshen is not experiencing hell, those outside of Goshen are gonna see things destroyed. They're gonna see things taken from them, things they hold dear, and they're gonna see the things they've trusted for those particular possessions judged and removed as well. And so they're gonna be, they're gonna be uh, in a place of limbo. They're gonna be a, pla- a vulnerable place. And they're gonna see that those of us who are in Goshen, who are near to God, remember, Goshen means drawing near. Those who are drawing near to God, they're gonna notice That we're not experiencing the same destruction in our mentality. We're not depressed. We're not suicidal. Glory to God. We're not seeking to soothe our souls through drinking or drug abuse. We're not seeking uh, uh, to soothe our souls by being sexually immoral or or going into adultery. But we're going to still be firmly rooted in the word, preaching the word, teaching the word, sharing the word. We're going to be on fire for God because we're going to be seeing how everything else is so limited and how the word of God is true. And we're going to be sharing these things. Only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel were, there was no hail. God will protect you from that that will be coming and that he is going to make himself known in your life so that you can make him known in the lives of others. Amen, somebody. Listen, got to go because we're going to come with our next installment and it's going to be short. We're going to just help you get through 2023 one piece at a time. God, we praise you. We pray to you and we thank you for how you're exposing your heart and illustrating your purposes, God. You don't just allow things. There's a point and a plan. It always is about revealing yourself so that we can desire you. Reveal how everything of this earth, God, can't hold a candle to who you are. God, I pray that our treasures will be in heaven, that we'll lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven because you said where our treasure is, that's where our heart is. God, I pray and I thank you, God, for how we're going to be surrendering to you and giving you even permission to rip things out of our, our, our possession that have stolen our hearts from you, oh God. And God, I pray you do the same for those that are not in Goshen. Remove all the stuff that has stolen their hearts, God, so that their hearts might be available to your word and find truth, salvation, and freedom in you. May they behold your goodness and know you personally and live with the joy of the Holy Spirit in righteousness and in peace. God, we thank you for this prophetic word. May it edify us and strengthen us for the walk ahead in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, I pray the peace of God over you. Peace is where Goshen is. Goshen is where peace is. Peace is in His presence. There's no peace outside of the presence of God. So when we step out of peace, we're not in His love. So I pray that you're in His love, in Goshen, in peace, even during the economic shifts. Amen. Listen, if you're interested in giving to this ministry, you can go to faithfireworldwide.com. I'm so excited. We are uh, in the midst of a $20,000 fundraising campaign for our international mission work. We're going to be going to Kenya and Uganda, we're heading to Central and South America, maybe even the Caribbean, we're putting the schedule together. A lot of it depends on how the Lord provides even in this early uh, season of the fundraiser. And so we we might even be going into fundraising for the first quarter of the year, but we're expected to start embarking uh, overseas in February. And so if you're interested in pouring into the ministry, you can do that at faithfireworldwide.com. In the continent of Africa, we're gonna be ministering to seminary students and pastors and members of churches that have been planted there to the dozens uh, in Uganda and Kenya and we'll be ministering prophetically there. Also, we've been invited to uh, Central and South America to participate in healing crusades where the gospel is preached. People come to Christ and they are healed and set free from demonic depression. We'll be laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover. We'll be casting out demons in the name of Jesus. We'll be drinking deadly poison in, 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 in and we'll, holding snakes and they will, not, they will not harm us, meaning we'll be engaged in spiritual warfare and we will see victory in christ jesus and it's something i'm so excited about but we just need your help to get there so i ask you to prayerfully consider if you want to pour into our ministry you can also sign up for our prophetic prayer alerts at faithfireworldwide.com and look at our video archives Uh, you can also find more information about me the vision the mission the goals the core values of this ministry i praise god for you i pray that you consider sharing this with someone who you know might be prone to fear they need to be built up and girded up in the lord gird up yourselves in the lord was Paul's writing, and that's something we need to be doing, especially in this time that we're in. Time has changed. People call it the post-Christian era. God's calling it something else. It's time for revival. (laughs) Glory to God. I praise God for you. We hope that you join us for our next installment where we're going to talk about famine in terms of drought and what God is doing there. I'm excited to share it with you. I hope you get to hear it. We praise God. Until next time, may the peace of God and the grace of God be with you, and I pray you behold him each and every day in the innermost court of heaven. Standing before the Lord, beholding his beauty in his holiness. It's in Jesus name that we thank God for you and we'll see you next time. Bye bye.